Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The views and opinions expressed in these radio programs are those of the individual hosts and do not reflect the official policy or position of Universal Broadcasting Network. Dr. Judy here of Dr. Judy WTF and the Psychological Healing Center. And tonight I have a wonderful guest. She is one of our team members at the center, Dr. Tracy Williams. <laughs> gaining, po gaining popularity already. And uh, uh, Dr. Williams, Dr. Tracy, I'll call you Dr. Tracy if that's okay with you. That's fine. Okay. So you do a lot of the mind map therapy and... Um, Tonight, I thought we'd bring on a little bit more juice, a little more controversy, just because just cause it's the end of the year. We might as well stir things up a little bit. Mm. And uh, tonight, our topic is family dysfunction, African-American style. And so being that my big passion, way before the mind map was called the Be the Cause Mind Map for Healing Human Disconnect, uh, I was very interested in healing global disconnect. And global disconnect obviously is a, a global problem. It uh, is very much going to be explained through the mind map system because basically what's happening is we've turned into a bunch of, I call them a bunch of isms. So we've got black, white, Chinese, 
Jewish, Hindu, Muslim, Christian. I mean, it's just a bunch of isms, which is fine to be an ism. It's just that when we start judging, blaming, shaming, projecting on each other, and destroying each other, it becomes a big problem mm -hmm. for the human race. And ultimately, we do share this planet. And if we don't know how to do panel seven, which I'll get into more, which is about synergy and interconnection, we're not going to make it as a human race. So just a little bit about my perspective from a global perspective, because my commitment to you is to go deeper, cross-cultural, and global. And thank you for all the wonderful mind map students we have all around the world. We have people literally across America, anywhere from Mississippi, Florida, mm -hmm. New York, um, Virginia. Go, Virginia, yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Michigan. Yeah, right. Texas. Okay. Yeah, so th thank you Skype and thank you teletherapy. Uh, we do mind map coaching literally all over the United States. So um, we also spread globally to um, countries like Oman and countries like Iceland. And uh, we have quite a few people in Iceland who are partaking now of the mind map therapy. So obviously we need to solve the problem of global disconnect. And I do have another website for those of you who are interested. I'm going to be focusing on that next year. It's called healingglobaldisconnect.com. And the mission statement is that although we have come together in many areas of human endeavor and we've excelled, we have failed in one area, which is to really create a united humanity. So hopefully tonight's discussion will shed some light on family dysfunction, Afri African-American style, what racism does to crack our lens of perception, how unhealthy uh, projecting on other people of different color, different religion, different cultures is to the human race and how, um, as I like to say, Dr. Tracy, just because something is culturally correct, it doesn't mean it's mentally healthy. Mm -hmm. And as mental health professionals, we have to help people to look from the point of view of what's best for them, what's best for the human race. So with that said, I'm going to break down the mind map from a global perspective. And thank you. I think it's up there now. And originally, the mind map was called Join the Human Race. And it started with panel one, that we all were one people. Panel two, we splintered off into um, a, a bunch of, um, well, we started the isming and breaking apart from each other. And then we became steeped in our own squat and stubborn. And we DNA'd into what we thought was our self-righteousness, our way or the highway. And then as a result of that, we didn't do well. And then wars broke out and people uh, clashed with each other and uh, created a lot of chaos. We're on panel four now. And then we decided that that wasn't going to work. So we're going to get more stubborn in our isms. And we fractioned off even more and became these um, defense mechanisms, but this time from a global point of view the isms that I spoke of that create racism. And then finally, we're at the breaking point. So if we don't do something on a critical mass level to shift this and shift out of 
this cracked lens of perception and this kind of stubborn, stubborn positioning that we're taking as a human race, then we can expect to see uh, a big clash of the isms, which is already happening. So um, if you look at panel number 789, this is our opportunity as individuals and as a human race to come together in a united humanity sense and to understand that we must, we must um, preserve our dignity, we must preserve boundaries and res respect and ultimately um, ethics, which I think is a really big key to mental health, and then uh, go into a healing process, a uh, global healing process, and then learn how to relate to the planet, relate to um, our fellow human brothers and sisters, and, and share this planet in a much more peaceful, respective, respectable way. So with that said, let's talk about uh, the black American family. And I know that this is a really big generalization because it's just, you know, one discussion here. So bear with me, bear with Dr. Tracy, because there are, I recognize there are a lot of different family types and a lot of different people who come from various socioeconomic backgrounds and, and so on. And so just a little bit of introduction to, as a, uh, a psychologist, uh, psychological assistant, soon to be psychologist, what do you find to be some of the issues when treating uh, black families? Sure. Um, well, I just want to say Thank you, Dr. Judy, for you know just putting and creating the mind map together um, because it really speaks volumes to uh, African Americans when they go through the process. Okay. Um, African American clients have flourished so much through your mind map system, and considering that they make up a uh, wonderfully flawed culture, okay, it's damage resilience. Hmm. Damage, resilience, I like that. It's uh, easy. Elaborate. <laughs> yes, it's easy for other cultures to stereotype us, uh, which penetrates ongoing cycles such as psychoviruses that have basically manipulated into multi-generational families. Um, and this keeps an in individual from seeing the truth. And in the okay. mind map system, you speak about the truth and what yeah. was the lie and what was the truth. And it just locked into the dysfunctional system that we are accustomed to. Um, and therefore, in session, we look at individuals for who they are, because like I said, the African-American, there's many different cultures that pretty much stem from slavery. Yes. And different African-Americans take certain things from slavery. Might not be good, it might be bad, certain things. Um, but it's basically emotional. And that's where the mind map system speaks volume, because it's also emotional. Um, treatment or healing. So we talk a lot about the multi-generational transmission process mm -hmm. and the layers of, uh, I call it those shadows that really shadow our light. And what our light is from a mind map perspective is our true, soulful, authentic self, stripped of color, stripped of culture. We are human beings at the core of who we are. 
And so what happens to that core of who we are is it gets shadowed over by history, events, and so on. And so we can't ignore the topic of slavery when we talk about mental injury, can we? Because I talk a lot about, especially in the book, Be the Cause, Healing Human Disconnect, which some of you are familiar with. And if you're not, you can purchase it through my website. Uh, psychologicalhealingcenter.com or shortcut drjudywtf.com or um, amazon.com. The Oh, we have a caller. Beautiful. Um, hi, you're on the couch with two doctors here. Uh, what oh. is your, what's your name, please? Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Where are you calling from? Um, from Miami. I didn't think I would gonna get anybody so quickly like that we're here we're here we're on we're on it so you're on the couch very nice of oh you my. to call um so okay so so have you heard the shows before or are you a first time listener no actually i've been listening to you from since may and this is when wow. i found out my mother was a narcissist well you know the fact that my mother was a narcissist um oh she is Big that topic. Is, um, That's been a big topic. Yeah. yeah, a very injurious experience. And and I just want to clarify because what what the mind map means by narcissism specifically is a system gone wrong. And it happens to be that the reverse happens that instead of the baby being nourished by the mother, it's it's opposite. It's the baby taking the baby and the child taking care of the mother's needs and so on so it's a very broad subject but tell me a little bit about what inspired you to pick up the phone on this conversation well i am african-american and um i don't know if you remember our call before but i called you in reference uh just to you know i i like your system how it's going to be really quick and i'm not going to therapy so many so many times but right. I, I know that with African Americans we don't do therapy yep. and um, it's very difficult to even try to explain to my family because uh, it's really not registering I mean just last week or about a week or so I spoke with my brother who he's the golden child Yes, and uh, <laughs> it was with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like, we're going round and round in circles and trying to explain to him what's going on and that mom really has a serious problem. Mm -hmm. He kind of knows about it, but he denies it. And he said, you know, we're... Well, my mom's a Southern Baptist 
Baptist woman. Well, not Baptist, but she's Southern. Okay. And my father's from the South. I mean, my um, brother's from the South. Mm-hmm. And my father's passed away. So, and he was an alcoholic. Okay. But anyway. So uh, these are yeah, some that, of your past. I call them. me to you, you okay. know. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I meant to say that yeah. these are some of your panel one wounds, okay? So that your father was an alcoholic, yeah. your mother tends toward the narcissistic behaviors, and then on top of it, there are cultural wounds, and we cannot, as mental health professionals, overlook cultural wounds because along with these panel one, five injuries of childhood, which are uh, physical abuse, uh, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, mm-hmm. smothering, and neglect. There's also that layer, which tonight we're bringing right up to the surface, the layer of racism and the cracked lens of perception of how we see each other. And, uh, you know, Dr. Tracy and I were just talking about how African-American people don't like therapy. Mm-hmm. They're resistant. Mm-hmm. But I do think that we can we can reframe therapy as psychoeducation. So let me ask you this, Wendy, and also Dr. Mm-hmm. Tracy. Do you think that if people mm-hmm. were looking at therapy more, instead of talk, 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 and process their feelings, and years and years of endless, I don't know what, you know, I'm not a fan. Um, what if it was a deep educational process of really revealing the truth about our childhood wounds how they embed and encode in us, and how to deconstruct mm-hmm. all of it and then morph out. Do you think that framing it that way and creating that system would make it more palatable, amenable, maybe less threatening to the African American culture in general? Well, it's depending on the situation, it's depending on the person you know okay. I think my brother the golden child understands a little bit mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I try to explain to him about different situations maybe dealing with himself you know uh, you know trying to I don't know just trying to explain to it in, in, in layman's terms okay instead of psychological terms or whatever but I, I it's depending on the situation now with my mother she's old school she wouldn't understand. I did try to, uh, you know, put it in biblical terms because she goes to church yeah. every Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> How you have to build a foundation, and the foundation had to be built it from the root up okay. for it to be a solid foundation. And she didn't understand. I'm <laughs> like, I, I don't know what to say. And, and yeah, that's I mean, part it's very of the, difficult. That's part of the wall of narcissism. It's a defense mechanism. Okay, so talk, yeah. talk a little bit, and maybe you'd like to ask, Dr. Tracy, a question or two about um, how the impact of of being the, the just being black how that how that impacts a human being's life in terms of the way other cultures view you in terms of how you um, you know issues like self esteem issues like self image uh, and so on. So let's get a little bit into that because that was one of the things we wanted to shine the truth light on so what's what's been your experience of that well it's really rough it's a lonely lonely road let me tell you okay it's really lonely i mean like for instance um 
right now my mother, I, I live with my mother, and my mother's gone to Mississippi. That's where she's from. Okay. Uh, to a funeral. Mm-hmm. And basically, um, I decided not to go, not only because, you know, I don't have the funds to do it, but I just don't feel comfortable around the atmosphere where my mother is because my mother spreads rumors that's untruth. And, and whenever I go there, I get frozen because, you know, I'm just emotionally frozen. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to react. If I do express some kind of emotion, I am, I'm going crazy or I'm faking. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, it's very difficult. So it, they wouldn't understand that it's, social anxiety you know if i say social anxiety they might say oh she's just a baby or she's a child you know the bottom line with everything mostly when you have these issues i discovered that i have anxiety attacks agoraphobia i got now a whole slew of things, and I couldn't even explain to anybody about it because so, so, they wouldn't understand. So, so let me ask you you this. I mean, it sounds like what you're saying is 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 pretty typical of narcissistically injured children, wouldn't you say, Doctor yes. Tracy? That yes. the shell is really really I, strong. Mm-hmm. So now let's add a layer of the multicultural wounds onto that. So what do you have to say about that, Tracy? So, add that other layer mm-hmm. onto it. Wendy's saying. Yes, Wendy, hi. Uh, thank you for calling. Hi, Tracy. Um, thank you. So within the African-American culture, we have the topic of communication. Um, a lot of things mm-hmm. are sweeped under the rug, and therefore, mm-hmm. as a child, we're not able to express correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not able to communicate with each other correctly. Um, and yeah. therefore, that leads to when you become an adult and you're thinking strong of what you become, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're not able to express with your mother how you feel. There's a lot of guilt, maybe, perhaps, that you're, you're not having the boundaries to say, okay, this is how I feel, and how to actually express that, how to relay it properly, um, because she is, you know, older, so from another generation, um, where things are just yeah. done differently, so in the mind map system, what we do is we look at the wounds deeper and we figure out how did we m- miss that communication, you see, um, mm. coming from individually so that you are able to within, and you can speak more about it, the truth dialogue. You are able to speak to your mother in a way that's not hurtful. It's respectful. And we'll um, put you in panel number five, which is the defense mechanisms, which is very hard to avoid putting people who are narcissistically injured, Correct. it's hard to avoid putting them into panel five because by virtue of the injury, there's a real strong um, defensive shell. Also, Wendy, please contact us because, uh, first of all, the peaceful healing dialogue, which is a great way mm-hmm. to get that communication bridged, yes. is up on the website. So if you go to drjudywtf.com, you can pull it right mm-hmm. off there under forms so please be in touch with us and so i really appreciate you calling in and um of course you know that we have amazing team members and sometimes i think it's really important for people to know that there are people who uh therapeutic modalities that offer a team that are more culturally matched and sometimes it is important to know that your therapist can relate to you because 
they know the culture better. So that's why we're really passionate about um, cross-cultural and matching people properly and having a system mm -hmm. that's fluid to get you from mm -hmm. through to and consider these multi-generational and uh, multi-racial layers that slip in there no matter what. They mm -hmm. just slip right in mm -hmm. there. So please be in touch, yes, okay? Definitely. Yes, I, I will. And thank I want to thank you thank so you, much. Andy for having the show, Dr. Judy. Thank my you, Dr. Honor. Tracy. Thank you. I, I mean, you really brought us a light to, to my eyes, and I really appreciate it. I got a little bit more confidence now, and I really appreciate it. Okay, it's just really an honor to do this, and I wish you a very happy right. new year. And uh, right. we'll keep shedding the truth light on these subjects. So thank you, Wendy, for yeah. calling in. Thank you. Okay. okay. Uh, Dr. Judy, I did want to talk about what you just said um, mm -hmm. with African-Americans not really going to therapy. Okay. Um, the system is very much systemized where there is a beginning and an ending. Yes. So um, it's also teaching us about ourselves. Okay. So it's not like you're telling your sister or your brother or your husband, I'm going to therapy, you know, for our, because that's a lot of the stigmatism that's going on. You know, you're talking about our things that are going on in the household. You're letting yeah. people know what's going on. And by the know. way, speaking of um, racial injuries, mm -hmm. right, multi-generational, guess what I'm thinking here is what a person who has a multi-generational history of slavery and so on and uh, reactivity and tension and racial tension. Some people in the black culture may not trust a white therapist. Isn't that fair to say? Yeah, sometimes, honestly, they don't trust uh, African-American therapists. Oh, really? Um, <clears throat> so tell me depending more about that. Okay. on where they are coming from, where their background. Remember uh -huh. um, what I said in the beginning, our culture is wonderfully flawed. Okay, so therefore, there's a lot of damage that's within it. Okay. Um, sometimes, and this comes from slavery, um, a lot of things, topics that we were going to talk about, mm -hmm. um, just it could be things that represent their mother. I might look like their mother. You okay. see, I might talk like their mother. Mm -hmm. I might, you know, do things in a certain way like their mother. So if their mother's a narcissist, then they don't know how to come across and be able to be non-judgmental. So this say. is the projection process. Yes. So part of therapy involves a kind of a level of transference where you transfer your own feelings onto the therapist. Mm -hmm. So when we do this globally and we're transferring our own fears onto other individuals, you can see how that could create racism, mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. And this all has to do with fear-based and the amygdala which is our primitive brain, which, which is uh, a reactionary brain. And going back to B.F. Skinner, uh, the, the psychologist who did a lot of studies on um, reinforcement and, um, and, and, and aversion training and pairing stimuli. And so imagine what happens, and we don't have to go too far here. We just turn on the news, right? Mm -hmm. And we could see how if a black man is driving a car and a white police officer pulls that person over, there's gonna be major flooding of the amygdala because we've t seen too many tapes already mm. of people being beaten and people assuming things about each other. So perhaps the black individual might assume that the, the white officer 
is going to be hassling that person. And maybe part of it is true. So mm -hmm. there's a truth factor yeah. in some cases. And maybe that white officer might assume that that black person might be violent. Mm -hmm. Okay, so these are the projections. So how do we get away from this from, from your perspective? Um, healing one person at a time. That's a good answer. <laughs> uh, that's, that's like the best nice answer. answer. Okay. That's the best answer. Um, but yes, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talks between us and the other team members of how we can move past, you know, everything, the stereotypes yes. with uh, African men, um, just looking at as far as uh, black skin is wrong light skin is better, mm -hmm. things of that nature, um, that the way that we dress, the styles, our hair, things yes. like that is, yes. you know, maybe scary to some, you know, mm -hmm. because they don't understand us. You know, that's a big thing that is going on socially, is understanding the African-American culture. So in terms of families, mm -hmm. what are some of the rules and roles within the family? Because we spoke about Armenian dysfunctional families with Dr. Irene Yaimadian uh, a few weeks ago. And so I guess we're just gonna roll through family dysfunction, Armenian style, black American style, and we're gonna just keep rolling down this yellow brick road until we understand each other a little bit better. And, and, and we saw that in the Armenian culture. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There was a lot of smothering going on. Okay, and mm -hmm. the women were not as important as the men, and so on. And sometimes the men were the golden children, and the women were just kind of secondary, and so on. So what's what's in general? I know we're kind of doing a big blanket <laughs> statement here, or yes. generalization, but what's going on? Rules, roles, fathers' roles, mothers' roles, so on. Yeah, so in the African-American mm -hmm. culture, there are a lot of... Uh, women or children that basically, in my sense, have to grow up faster. Okay. We have to. And why? We have to do better because of the counterparts, the Caucasian counterparts. Okay. Uh, we feel that we have to do three times as much work to be noticed. Um, okay. The biggest negative core belief of the African American. Uh, culture is uh, powerless, one below. Beautiful, beautiful one below. insight on that, mm -hmm. really. Because let's go back to the slavery, okay? Mm -hmm. So I talk about childhood as a hostage situation. Well, isn't slavery a major hostage situation? Yeah, it's so an emotional is, era. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. So there's a lot of disempowerment there. Mm -hmm. So I can see how the negative core belief, cultural core belief, is powerlessness. So then what happens out of that, so out of that core belief, what then emanates well, the chaos-wise. The mind so map <laughs> gives reason to the, the lies. As you spoke earlier um, in panel three, there's a lot of encoding okay. that is 
put onto a child from multi-generational families, mm -hmm. um, which then spirals out into the chaos of panel four. Okay. Uh, with that, the, we start understanding what is really truth, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. What is stereotype? For example, fathers not being in the household. Um, they're saying that that's a big percentage. However, uh, there's a big percentage or a study from the Department of Health and Human Services that about 70% of uh, African-American fathers are in the household and are, are active. Okay. And they're active. So, so where did this get skewed? So that's the thing with research. Mm -hmm. um, you and me understand research. Mm -hmm. You can look at a rural town and you know receive your information so you really have to understand where is the information coming from okay. because that is what's being passed down to us as lies and okay. so that's what's later on uh telling the family oh, okay it's easy let's just divorce because fathers aren't around anyway and that's that's not true there's a lot of fathers out there thank you fathers that are stepping up and being active for their children because that's very important in the mind map um and it's very important for you know, young young children, especially males, to see that role model being present. They need, our children need pillars. Mm -hmm. And so mother and father, if you look at panel number three for a moment, um, you can see the DNA strand. I use it very metaphorically. We use it metaphor very metaphorically at the Psychological Healing Center. So the pink strand, let's say, stands for the mother. Mm -hmm. And the blue one, let's say, stands for the father's secondary caregiver first of all the father needs to nurture the mother in order for the mother to be the nurturer of her babies mm -hmm. the two have to be in union on the same page with parents uh, parental rules and roles so that the children feel safe and can climb that ladder of self-actualization and that's where the system has gone wrong right there where you said the mother you know, the father is supposed to make sure that basically the mother is emotionally stable at yes. that point. Yes. And that's where there's communication lacked. So when um, African male and African woman, when they come together, since there's so many different cultures, so many different, I mean, different roles within the culture, mm -hmm. um, backgrounds from what they chose to, like I said, keep or not keep from slavery mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. meshing it together it's like adding more rocks and not in the women or the male not knowing whose rocks are whose you see what i'm saying Interesting. or whose negative core beliefs are whose so are you saying that there's a glitch between the, the the woman and the man a communication glitch and so that they never really actually land on that same page and discuss things mm -hmm. and create the rules and the roles of the family? It's a struggle. It's, it's a, a struggle. struggle. Okay. And a lot of, like I said, the families work hard and they don't seek help like therapy. And that's why I was going back to the mind map system. It gives you mm -hmm. a direction. It tells you, just like you said, from what has happened and why did it happen, the mm -hmm. truth from the lies, what propaganda has said for yes. the black man and keeping them down, or yes. for the strong woman mm -hmm. in the family. It, it tells us where did things go wrong so that we can reboot that system yes. and do better and have better lives and actually stop the cycle. Um, when we look at it from a different perspective, then we realize, oh, my children don't have to live this way. You see what I'm saying? Even though it might be out here, my children can know the truth, the truth of mm -hmm. how a family should be, yes. the truth of how we should be, yes. and just push through that at home and then broaden it out 
you know, into the world, just like what you're doing now on the air and expressing that some of these statistics are wrong. You know, some of the propaganda, let me just give you another example with Dove. I don't know if you heard about Dove, um, but they're all about beauty. Okay. Right. What does beautiful oh, look the bar, like? The, the bar. The, the so, bar. So, yeah, and they okay. they retracted that real quick. Mm. But, you know, that showed that if you're going to be clean, you know, have this nice lotion, you're going to be lighter. That's better. Lighter. So these children are looking at that. Sure. Right? Yeah, and these sure. children are very young. Mm-hmm. They just let things come in, as you were saying, and psychoviruses. And so let me just elaborate because mm-hmm. some people don't know what a psychovirus is. Yeah. It's a term I coined and what I mean by a psychovirus. Do we have a call in? Okay, just I'll just finish the point. Psychovirus is a false message, a dis eased message that we get into our brain and then we reverberate our parental messages and they mm-hmm. mess up our thinking. Oh, hi, you are on the couch with Dr. Tracy and myself. What's your name, please? Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Nice to hear from you. Hi, Ryan. Hi. Hi. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Michigan. Wonderful. Okay, so please uh, go ahead, pick our brains, ask questions. Uh, go for it. Well, I just wanted to add um, something to the show, and I really appreciate um, the work that you do, and uh, Dr. Tracy, um, it's really nice to see you on the show. Uh, I am not African American. I'm actually Native American. Mm-hmm. And um, would love to see a show uh, because there are so many similarities when it comes from the Native American background and the African American background because of all, basically, what I see is oppression, yeah. intergenerational trauma. Um, internalized oppression, lateral oppression. And so we become each other's worst enemy. Yeah. You mean, you mean being, meaning that the people within the tribe, within the culture, um, become each other's projection people like that. Okay. And and that makes a lot of sense. And by the way, your wish is my command because I will do a show on um, Native America. <clears throat> and and by the way, I was just up in Alaska and I learned a mm-hmm. little bit more about the, please help me out here, the Tling people. Does that sound familiar? Okay. okay. But yeah. it's, a, it's a Native American tribe up in the Alaskan area. And so yeah. it's just a lot to talk about when it comes to our isms, right? We have so many isms. But oh, make, for sure. But it does. And, and one of the one one of the ways that we've dealt with it is through um, uh, alcohol. And yes, um, I know that going back through going back through history, mm-hmm. um, when we were signing treaties, um, you know, with uh, uh, I guess the European uh, forefathers. Yes. Um, they were actually bringing um, barrels of whiskey to the treaty signings. Wow, you know, it reminds me of a terrible story. I'll say it really quickly. Okay, so I, um, my parents were Holocaust survivors, and we mm-hmm. finally left Hungary in 1956, which tells you a little bit about my age. And so anyway, what my parents, my father did was in order to get across the border, because they were going to take us all to jail, we were going from Budapest over to Austria, they 
got everybody drunk so that they could mm -hmm. get them to sleep and we can save our lives basically yeah. it's so isn't it disgusting how we function as a human race the betrayal the level of tricks we play upon each other in order to meet our agenda you know and i'm so glad we're talking about it i've been wanting to talk about this for a long time so i'm feeling feeling really happy about being freed up to talk about join the human race healing global disconnect the issues of the cracked yeah. lens of perception through the isms and racism yeah. so please go ahead i just needed to say that well I, it's just um i just i'm just adding um to the show and um, where I grew up and how I grew up, my mother always taught us treat treat everybody the way you want to be treated. Sure. Um, and so that's what I tried to do. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times it didn't really work coming back the other way. And like I said, I have I have a, uh, many uh, African American friends, uh, some of my best friends uh, here in Michigan, and we actually you know we talk about these things. We talk uh, you know like we call it the sick forest. And um, hmm. the it's kind of like um, okay. the sick forest. It's yeah. kind of like if say say if somebody's having a, a, a really uh, you know uh, some large issues and uh, personal issues and they want to uh, get treatment or go to therapy. Mm -hmm. Well, you take that individual and then they you know they're getting help and you know they go into treatment and you know they're getting you know they're getting uh, professional help and they're getting told the truth and they're you know sure. they're getting themselves clean yeah and so you know say after a month or three months or whatever they come out of treatment and you know they're feeling good about themselves mm -hmm. they learn some new mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. um but they go right back into the same environment great example they go back into yes. a very dysfunctional family dysfunctional yes. community yeah. and then in just a matter of time the community or the the family the dysfunctional family or community are looking at the person that you know just got out of the treatment and, and is doing good well they're making it seem like they're the problem such a great point it's like the um it, 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 it's sort of like they the, there's a group force right they don't want the person yeah. to get healthy because in essence right dr tracy if mm -hmm. one family gets member gets healthy then it's sort of forces the other family members to look in the truth mirror and face their own right. demons and they don't want to do that so they're going to sabotage that person and project onto exactly. them this is a very big challenge in uh, mind map therapy working with children because a lot of times i was just talking to one of the interns on the staff i feel like sometimes we clean up the kids mm -hmm. and then they go back into the family and just like what right. you're saying, Ryan, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just because their kids are getting better, the family system is 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 limiting their ability to grow, and they kind of like drag them back down into mm -hmm. the dysfunctional system. It's really, really sad. Yeah. So what we need, and yeah. I'm calling on everybody here, because obviously I can't do this alone. Um, the team right. can't do this alone. We need a sense of critical mass where everyone starts speaking up and telling the truth and having right. much more truth conversations and building a web of support for the truth, for healing, so that we can create, you know, once we're healed, that we can really have a safe community to, to really manifest ourselves into. Mm -hmm. Because if everybody's just going to 
drag us back down and, and sit like, back and watch right then we're just gonna be polluted again yeah. same old same old the w well the major the major hit um to native americans was the actual um it was called the boarding school system okay the indian boarding school system mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that basically stripped native americans of their culture language you name it it's gone and basically, the 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 motto 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 was, um, "Kill the Indian, save the man." So, and so that's what we have to try- grow up with. Wow. So imagine, imagine, you know, what is a man without dignity? And that's also in the African American kill. Say that man. again. That's also so, within the African American culture, as he was saying when he first came mm-hmm, on. That mm-hmm. you know, they there's a lot that is uh, that are in common with the you yes. know with the man and. Mm-hmm. You, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I think of this word. I don't know why it's popping into my head, like dehulking somebody. I don't even know if it's a word, but I'm thinking about what you just said. You know, you're you're stripping everything about that person away, mm-hmm. and yeah. you're just throwing all that in the garbage, and then you've got this man, this puppet that you can now infiltrate mm-hmm. and, and and get them to do whatever you want to do you know the proverbial you want to do to meet the agenda and, and then so how can they teach their children can they've been ripped they've apart been ripped apart exactly okay no yeah. integrity and you're, you basically say let's yes. we're going to take all this away and the the what we believe as europeans mm-hmm. or descendants of europeans is we're going to teach you a new way which really isn't our way it's, it's not authentic way. it's not authentic Okay. It's, no, it's farthest from authentic. Exactly. Um, so, I, but um, I, I certainly appreciate the work that you're doing, Dr. Judy and Dr. Pleasure. Tracy, and uh, just awesome. My main goal is to, um, and I talked with both my kids. I have a daughter who's 19. My son's going to be 18 next mm-hmm. summer. Mm-hmm. So we're actually going to take a family trip, and we're going to meet up with you, Dr. Judy. Are you serious? And we are, and we are going <laughs> to go through the system oh with, my with you God. and i've talked to them about it and they are they are on board i have uh I have the custody of my son custody of my children and they both said that they they would be uh up for that so uh but one one last thing i want to say and um I, I i teach uh native american language and culture coming from the michigan area because okay. i mean there's like 500 different you know tribes throughout north america mm. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of different languages and cultures. It's have not we, all the have same. We it's not one language. Before? But have we spoken? I was actually, Sorry, have we spoken in the past? Yes, we have. Okay, now I remember who you are. Thank you for, for reminding me. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. But I, I was going through, uh, I was giving a, a talk. I used to work at a tribe here in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And I was giving a, a talk. It's called Understanding Native American Culture. But um, we actually had a, a woman that was working for the, for the tribe who was from Africa. She was African-American. And so I was going through a lot of our traditional teachings and uh, the medicine wheel. And um, after after the, the, the teaching of the talk, she actually came up to me afterwards and said that a lot of her original teachings were very similar to ours. Wow. So I thought it was very, very awesome. Well, you know, we're interconnected. And when I say join the human race, I don't mean let's all be like each other. That's ridiculous. We need to keep the flavor of who we are. That's what makes us interesting. So if we can create a united humanity where we bring the best of the best of our culture, 
our music, our food, our humor, mm -hmm. our medicine, right? The truth our, of our, it. You know, oh, for sure. You know, <laughs> wouldn't that be cool if everybody were to share in this and benefit from this? And, and that, well, that's what we're supposed to be doing. That's what we're supposed to be <laughs> we're doing. We're supposed right. to be sharing. You know, yeah. we're, right. and, and then you, you talk, you talk a lot about it, and and um, you know, respecting one another and and sharing and 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 I mean, how awesome would that be? But um, I, I, I don't want to take up too much of your guys' time. I know no, you probably I'm so, have other callers. I'm so, so I, honored. You know, one of my, you just got a fantasy going in my mind of having this huge table, you know, that extends for like mm -hmm. a mile and having everybody have bring their fruit or food to this table and share yeah. and share in the goodies. And I mean it in a metaphorical way. And maybe food would be one, but just to be able to bring from the richness of each culture and the wisdom from each awesome. culture and bring it to the human, to the table of the human race. So I just yep. want to say I'm super excited about meeting you in person and uh, your family. I'm very honored and bring them all, okay? And we'll do mind map therapy. And uh, also you're gonna let me know what I can do to help Native American people to re regain their culture and to regain their dignity okay so thank you yes for sure very much right. thank you dr judy and thank you dr pleasure. tracy have thank a good you. evening thank I, you I, go, I have to go shovel some snow now oh, okay okay <laughs> stay warm <laughs> okay and good, night. Uh, good night bye i know we have we have another caller oh we have five more minutes okay so we're gonna attempt to shrink a tune very controversial tune let's just up the ante here and uh and, and, and show the nastiness of <clears throat> the wounds of racism. So, Dr. Tracy, you picked this song. I think it's very appropriate. And we're doing this song so that you can understand the, the schisms and the isms and the disconnects. And this is what disconnect sounds like. So I'll, I'll preface it with that. It's a song by Joyner Lucas. Is that how you pronounce it? And the song is called I'm Not Racist. And we'll just throw a few lyrics in it. I know we only have like five minutes to do it, but we'll, we'll do it. Okay. With all due respect, I don't have pity for you black. Oh, I'm, sh I'm, I'm substituting out the N word. I'll just say N. I don't have pity for you black Ns. That's the way I feel. So this is the white person talking. Okay. Uh, screaming, screaming, Black Lives Matter. All the black guys rather be deadbeats than pay your bills. Your ends this and ends that. Call everybody N and get a N mad. As soon as I say the N word, then everyone reacts and want to swing at me and call me racist because I ain't black. Well, pound that then. Talking about slavery like you were was around back then, like you was picking cotton off of the effing ground back then, like you was on the plantation getting down back then. So can you hear a little bit of the anger and the hurt? I see a black man aiming his gun, but I'd rather see a black man claiming his son. And I don't mean just for one day and you done. I'm going to have to hear this song. Okay, go ahead. Dr. Tracy. <laughs> Okay, so yeah. to that, um, I I don't really like you. That's where I'm at. Screaming all lives matter is a protest to my protest. What kind of stuff is that? And that's one war you'll never win. The power in the N-word is a different sin. We shouldn't say it, but we do. And that's just what it is. 
but that doesn't mean that you can say it just because you have black friends. Uh, the N-word, that word was originated for you to keep us under. And when we use it, we know that just to greet one another. And when you use it, we know that there's a double meaning under. And even if I wasn't picking cotton physically, that doesn't mean I'm not affected by the history. My grandmama was a slave. That gets to me. And you ain't got no sympathy, you weak man. I'm sorry you can never feel my life trying to have faith, but I never feel all right. It's hard to elevate when this country is ran by whites. Uh, you think you know everything, but you don't. You want to copy our slang, everything that we know, trying to steal black culture and then make it your own woe. Uh, I'm exhausted. I can't even drive without cops trying to start things. I'm tired of the systematic racism. And even though Barack was half black, you hated President Obama. I know that's a fact. You couldn't wait to get him out and your culture back. But I know there's a disconnect between your culture and mine. I praise Tupac. Um, he was fighting for his life way before he died, inward, die inward. And all you care about is money and power. Hatred all in your brain, it slowly starts to convince you. And then you teach it to your children until the cycle continues. I'm not a racist, but I cry a lot. You don't know what it's like to be in a frying pot. You don't know what it's like to mind your own business and get stopped by the cops and not know if you're about to die or not. You worry about your life, so you take mine. I wish we could trade shoes or we could change lives so we could understand each other more, but that'd take time. I'm not a racist. You know, that's just such a powerful statement that the wish that we could understand each other. And so what is healing human disconnect about is really understanding each other and putting each other's, uh, putting ourselves in each other's um, footsteps, really, in our each other's, what do you say, you know, shoes, mm -hmm. not footsteps, shoes, you know what I mean. So this is a, a truth dialogue kind of a song, isn't mm -hmm. it? Yes. And now that I know that we can't play it out on YouTube because then they'll scrap it, <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to listen to it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's powerful, a lot of pain there, and a lot of vulnerability of, you know, I wish, don't we all wish, mm -hmm. that we could join the human race and understand each other and find a better way. And so we're trying to find a better way, and I think one of the reasons that I didn't go with the macro project of Join the Human Race, which I will be going back to, called Healing Global Disconnect, is because I think you're right, Dr. Tracy. I think we've got to do it one individual at a time. Mm -hmm. And so that when we heal individually, not only do we have a better opportunity to heal global disconnect, we also have the opportunity to not spread that psychovirus to the next generation. So we get to heal backward, all the wounds of the past. We get to heal in the here and now, and we get to heal the future generation and be healing to the future generation. And then the big picture is the global. So mm -hmm. any other comments, Dr. Tracy? Well, basically in every culture, there are cultural injuries um, stemming from the multi-generational families. Um, but you are not defined by those wrong or false memories. Um, a rough past can always turn into a working system for you that develops a new perspective into basically healthier living. And it all starts with you. And that's why you're on the Psychological Healing Center staff, because of your wisdom and your kindness and your ability to 
think sy systemically and look at the entire systems gone wrong, which mm -hmm. is what we do. And I'm very grateful that you're on the team. Thank you. And thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for and, having uh, me. My pleasure. And so for those of you, I just want to give you a heads up. My videotape on the nine panel Mind Map Journey to Healing is almost edited. And uh, it'll be available uh, next year. We're not going to have any more shows this year because we're taking a little break. And we're going to be back next year, January. Happy New Year to everyone. Happy Merry Christmas. Happy, Christmas. Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah. And any Hanukkah. other holidays you celebrate. And happy Join the Human Race and Healing Global Disconnect. And uh, we'll see you back here in January. And uh, please do write and uh, request our 15-minute free consultation. And know that we have a team of beautiful people who are busy doing mind map therapy and healing human disconnect. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Thank you. Thank you.